Hey yo, welcome back to another episode of the Just Homies Podcast. Hey, yeah, man, a Christian podcast, a podcast that is Christian, talking all things faith, uh, art, and culture. Hey, welcome back, gentlemen. Oh, man, you yeah, see you Yo, yeah. Yeah. yep, we are big, big like son, big like Siamese twins. Today, today's episode is uh, is very special because we are broadcasting live from Mount Sinai. Ah, the holiness is on overload. Yeah, so. For, for those um, who might be wondering, uh, there might be some uh, some some subtle sound interact you know interruptions. Uh, that's because we are at uh, Escotini, right? Yes. Balabala. Yeah, Balabala. Yeah. yeah, so like we we found a, a nice mountain, which yeah was a a, a big deal to climb. Ah, it was it was it was far, but yeah, man. You might hear some birds. You might hear some ants. I don't know, uh, any 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 of those things, right? Um, I am Mukutzem Lampo. As always, I have a Billman in the building. What's up? I have Casper in the building. I have Luminous in the building. I have Tap Tap in the building. Yeah. I have Wongani in the building. Yeah, man. What's up? Hey, the whole gang is here today. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get straight into it. But actually, before we do that. Uh, I want us to apologize to our listeners. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Make pride apologize. Right. Uh, the gentleman who was in charge of editing <laughs> the last episode, uh, I think, because I wasn't even there, I think someone went to the toilet and there was like some <laughs> flashing noises. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, anyways, we really do apologize for the last episode. Um, there were some things we definitely should have edited out. You know when kids are listening to this and they're thinking, what things? <laughs> What's the point? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, apologies for that. We assure you this one is going to be smooth sailing. Uh, and there are no alarms. No, no alarms. Yeah, every phone no. every phone is on silent. We just have the sun here and the fresh air of Mbalabal. Yeah. Right, cool, man. So today's topic is super exciting because we actually got the suggestion from a listener was like, oh, no, I want you guys to talk about this. And you know what? I thought it was a great topic as well because, hey, this last, the last two episodes we dropped were very, were very deep, were very <laughs> deep and tense. Yeah. Um, so we, we decided to go a little bit lighter and uh, hoping that, uh, uh, you know, we can, we, we can balance it out. We can definitely balance it out. So today we're going to talk, I wanted us to talk about uh, intercultural dating, cross-church dating, um, and, and, and things like that. And... Uh, maybe let's just start um, with what's what's your understanding of what intercultural dating is? In, Go ahead. No, in uh-huh. it, um, there's two meanings to that. Like there's the intercultural, which is uh, different cultures in terms of. Um, Ndebele culture, Shona culture. Mm-hmm. Then there's um, intercultural. There's, then there's intercultural in in our context is 
believers, non-believers, and equally old. Mm, interesting, mm, interesting. So yeah, w- let's let's touch on both of those. Yeah. All right. So maybe let's start with with your know, intertribal, uh, basically mm-hmm. like you know Shona, Debele. Uh, uh, what's what's your what's your immediate view? What's the first thing you think of when when say you're dating some? Well, someone tells you that oh, I'm dating this person. person. Okay, yeah. that someone is me. Bongani, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bongani, you're dating a Shona. Shona, my girl is Shona. Right. I'm David. Yeah. yeah. What's what's the first thing that jumps in your mind tonight? Uh, but I've never really been a person because I'm a product of a Shona man and then the really woman. Ah. So for me, it has never been an issue of here or there, right? Although I did have an experience with one girl I dated who one day started telling me like, "I really my family is not gonna accept your Shona dude." You know, right. and stuff so that was my only negative experience but all in all I've never really been repulsed by the idea of dating outside your your culture or tribe or even race I've never really had a problem with that interesting yeah. interesting do you never think of the the possible like I don't know maybe <clears throat> challenges that will come like as soon as someone says it oh my girlfriend is Shona I'm Debele or my girlfriend is Kalanga I'm Tonga mm. um, and, and, and things like like do people usually think of the challenges that come with that Bongani you said you're you, you know you're, you're from different different tribes and culture yeah. yeah what's 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 the one thing that you thought of before you asked her out do you know what the weird thing is um, like most of my friends like uh, brothers that are close to me are Shona. Right. You know, so um, when we, when when I was pursuing her, when I found out well, that she was Shona and it didn't um, draw me away from her, like it didn't take away from her because I already had brothers who were close to me that were Shona. Although my uncles had a conversation with me at some point and said, uh, Fana, Shona, uh uh-uh. uh. Don't bring a Shona here. Just <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah. Nah, no. It, it didn't take away, um, like from her. Like I, I, I viewed her the same way. Mm. You know. Yeah. yeah. There are some stereotypes though that come yeah. that come with that. Like yeah. I, I've seen it with within my my family. My family is not tribalist. I just know that the attitude would be different if I was to bring and develop a girl. Yeah. Um, at home and there is there are certain stereotypes that that stick um with that always uh almost run the back hoop like uh, for our international listeners uh you know like there's a certain certain tribe certain totems mm. are problematic mm. and maybe in shona they'll say mm. the chiheras uh, <laughs> they'll beat you up yeah. you know? shout, out the shout out to the chiheras man the we, we love we love you you know the uh, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> question though yeah uh, are those challenges what what are the challenges are they because sometimes i feel like they're imagined you think so like do we have actual data that supports the challenge not that there's no challenges yeah uh, in intercultural relationships right yeah but are they are they stereotypes or they're really there, I, I don't know, man. As in the challenges, as in the challenges, do they stem from like validated? Yeah, are they valid? Uh, do they stem from a valid uh, source 
or our response is informed by the stereotypes. Possibly. Can, can I just say that um, in my experience, some of these are true. Facts. Yeah. To a certain extent. Um, a lot of times, in-laws don't really gel. They don't see eye to eye for one reason or the other because of how we were treated when we went to marry uh, our brother off in to mm. develop people or to Shona people and then we were treated in this way. So in-laws then don't really... Even though you're, the guys who got married are happily married but then the in-laws are not cool with each other. So then yeah, it then seems like they then bring that same feeling to say, hey dude, don't marry and develop a person because this, or don't marry a Shona person because of this. But then it wasn't because when we went, the marriage didn't work. No, those guys are happily married. Just yeah. that we the didn't families. like that. Yeah. And then for, yeah. for me, uh, the intercultural relationships or interracial relationships, um, the more defined ones are the Ndebele Shona ones due to where I come from. Yeah. You know, so Ndebele and Shona are two um, tribes mm. in Zim, for those who don't know. And most, I'm, I'm in Ndebele, so I'll speak for the Ndebeles, yeah. right? Most of the people that I've heard, like maybe Okulube Kuluma or some other older people, every time they speak about Ndebele marrying a Shona, it's not just a, a preference, if I can say. Mm. It's more of a PTSD that comes from the genocide, Kukura Hundi. Mm. Yeah. You know, so most Ndebele people um, have relatives that were killed mm. during that time right. um, <clears throat> by quote Shona people. Right. right. So they have relatives that died due to that other tribe. And they ha- they still have unhealed wounds. Yeah. That's why they tell their kids like, don't ever bring a Shona here. Not because we hate this Shona that you're bringing here, but no. because that tribe, yeah. their fathers or their grathers Fathers. or stuff like that, did some stuff to our fathers or stuff like that. Yeah. You know, mm. so at the mm. end of the day, it's more of a borrowed offense yeah. to us, the kids who were not there. Mm. And now I bring a Shona girl at home and it... Uh, Invokes a lot of memories and a lot of pain that yeah. they were caused before and all that, yeah. and I'm not saying that's right. Yeah, it's it's justified in their own case, but it's it's not how things should be. If I can so, I, I still come back to my question: that is that a cultural problem? That because because when we maybe we need to to define what we mean by problems that come from different cultures because yeah at the very basic cultural distinctives things that distinguish one culture from from the next is is a uh, food art um language, language uh, clothing yes. and and so on and so forth so my assumption is are we referring to problems that come from the incompatibility of those cultural distinctives or because when we say okay our in-laws are not gelling well because they are angry because the really people did this to them or Shona people did this to them is does that fall under cultural problem does that come from a is that a cultural issue or it's 
the hate that is coming from the stereotype that is mm. a narrative that is it's, already existing. Is it not both? It, it, it could be both because what I was thinking on, on what you're talking about, um, like what Billman referenced, it's you know, when when you tell a lie oftenly, that it, it becomes a truth, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. there is there's a sense of let's not pretend that problems only come when when cross cultures exactly. like intersect, yeah. there'll always be problems, even from the same tribe, uh-huh. right? Even from next door, right? There'll yeah. always be that problem. Those problems only become amplified because of the differences that are apparent because mm-hmm. of different cultures, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it could have been just one small incident. Where Masvanda or Manuwe um, became said something that uh, wrecked the home, or uh, Mamoyo, Mlambo, um, you know, Duve, Chiera, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and and that small stereotype passed across generations yeah. so frequently, uh, it became um, apparent to a point that people have tended to forget the true sanctity of a union that is mm-hmm. a, that is a marriage right yeah. which is to unite families right yeah. well at least traditionally anyways mm-hmm. right so both cultures colliding shouldn't be a problem but there'll always be that problem which we want our culture to dominate mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you diluting it with ours will always become um uh, a problem so there is some rooted still because maybe communication uh, and those differences within those two tribes will become apparent uh, i can also say that i think for us and okay for myself i won't, I won't speak to you guys though i know it applies but for myself um we were brought up in and for a lot of people of shona origin i don't want to say a lot of people who are shona but a lot of people of shona origin but who were brought up in Bilawa, you, your your culture is very distorted right. uh, because i identify as Ndebele but with Shona parents. <laughs> I, I, I always do this. Yeah. When, I, when I first went speak to Arana, I didn't even know how this... Yeah, so let me speak I'm for just kidding. Because <laughs> um, the way I was brought up is I learned the really more than I learned Shona because I learned the really at school. And at home, yeah, we did speak Shona from time to time, especially if my mom was mad, but mainly it was English. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we just came to Shona, isolate. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah. Uh, so... Then the way you're brought up is you're brought up to, to appreciate both cultures. Yeah. Um, it, it then becomes a, an, an issue of spe- specific preference. There's things that are, are in the developed culture that I can't stand and things in Shona culture that I will never do. Yeah. Like yeah. the food. <laughs> there's, there's food that in, in the Shona culture that I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I can't do that. Yeah, but then yeah. there's also food in the real culture that I'm like, hey, owns, I'm cool. Yeah. So maybe, maybe there is, yeah, I, I, I suppose that's a very valid point in that those of us who grew up in Bulawayo, because my, my father was Shona, he married a Ndewele woman. My mother's uh, father, who's my grandfather, was Ndewele, and he married a Shona woman, who's my friend. So there's just a lot of uh, yeah. intercultural, and that's. Yeah. I'm Shona who grew up in in Bulawayo mm. with the Ndebele mother. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think for those of us who, who fall under that bracket, it's it's a whole different demographic. It, right. It's 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 very different. But I I really do think that maybe we we need to examine the narrative. Yeah. Because we may be forming our 
uh, I don't want to say convictions, yeah. but what we believe, perspective. our perspective from a narrative that already exists, which may or may not have supporting data when you really look closely into it. Because I'll go back again to the example of in-laws, right? In-laws, there is just this, uh, in almost every culture, on mm -hmm. a global scale, that in-laws are usually, they don't vibe. And <laughs> even, uh, like, you even hear jokes about someone saying, oh, dude, I'm going to the in-laws, it's going to be awkward, it's going to be weird. You know what I mean? Mm. So, like you say, that it gets amplified because now there's this narrative that exists that Vanachi here have a problem. Yeah. So that that's just my... My my from, my point that we need from to examine the the narrative. Yeah. From a lighter um, point of view, not that deep. Um, <laughs> wow. I, I have a question. Yeah, uh, go ahead. For us, yeah, the six of us, mm -hmm. is there anyone has dated both Ndebeles and Shonas? And if they did, is there any apparent? difference between dating the two or the problems are universal so i was about to ask that yeah, was going to be my my next question actually uh <laughs> who wants to take take it first i've dated both i've dated in debility it didn't last long no 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 I, I didn't mean that as a, as a solid point well it has lasted with I've actually just realized I'm the only one who's single here. But um, uh, yeah, it, it's it's they they weren't really. In fact, if anything, I was actually enthused by the fact that I'm dating someone who doesn't get where I'm coming from. So you you hear how they speak, how they relate to their parents, and just a whole even how we communicated. The fact that. Um, we didn't even speak in English except maybe one text, mm. you know. So, like, interpersonal, um, I'll use their language, try to use mine, uh, in that type of yeah. in, the, in that type of setting. And I don't know, you know, it was, it was pretty fun, cool, huh? yeah. So, like, like Billman uh, was leading up to, I wanted to ask, like, is there a, a, a deter deterrent, Kutoti? Nah, um, when you date someone, um, from a different, from a different tribe or or whatever because cultures change so you can't yeah. say you know we were told that cultures culture is dynamic like it, it, it evolves it evolves right yeah. so you can't say no these people always remain like this so i've always wondered can we definitively say there is a deterrent when it comes to um dating someone from a different culture like that's just like nah i can point that out i don't like that i don't want but that Eh? <laughs> like I don't want that. What is it? Ah, uh, for me, I haven't found like a distinct feature of another tribe that was, is like a determining factor whether the relationship is gonna be successful or not. Right. You know, I, I think like woman is a woman. You know, the some trouble you find another woman is <laughs> probably the same you find another woman because yeah. they're all humans is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Of course, we'll have different experiences maybe in how we grew up and all that, but I think the main determining factors would be what would be love and respect and yeah. uh, those essential things that are found in a relationship. And those things don't come because you're sure now you're in develop or you're colored or you anything else i think it just comes with the humanity in a person yeah i think they are like um 
within culture there are like I wouldn't say cultural norms but more more so traditions that are you know taught to people from a young age right um one stereotype was uh remember this question popped up i think calvin is the one who brought it up rest in peace to him he said um is it true that um shona girls are more respectful towards dudes and the really girls are more stubborn <laughs> that wow. was a question that was brought up yeah and having dated both bro I know one shona girl I dated that chick was stubborn we used to laugh about it all the time <laughs> she was stubborn right and not in a in an arrogant manner but this, that was just the nature right and that could we could accredit that to maybe the way she was brought up the challenges you yep. faced whatever it creates a new defensive mechanism you know what i mean yeah. um so i wouldn't know how to tackle that situation but at, at the end of the day uh, another stereotype this is extreme whatever i think is it tonga tonga tribe yeah. where they said uh, girls are taught how to please a man mm. from a young age which is mm. where there's a stereotype around even other cultures where they say yo never let your man you know flirt with the shona tonga girl because he's gone, he's gone. <laughs> if, if you don't look at it this way uh, what what exactly is the culture because um we we, we tend to associate culture with the uh, tribe mm. oh. which is which was true at some point but right now it really isn't because a culture is a way of life yeah, yeah. and the way of life now is no longer really dependent on which tribe you were of course back in the day Ndebele people used to have a tribe. Shona people used to have their own tribe. The Tawus and the Ndawus and whatever. And Kalangas had their own tribe. So they had the same learnings, the same upbringing. Yeah. But now it is so different that we, as we are, we are we can form our own, okay, we have formed our own culture of um, young Christian people who stay in the, in the burg. And burgers in town. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so then we we formed our own culture and it's no longer defined by the the race by or, or yeah. the the tribe so a, a lot of times if people are coming from different cultures yes it could form a problem but then the culture is no longer tribal yeah the mm-hmm. culture is now beliefs and standards mm-hmm. yeah. so definitely i do think um the culture dating someone from a different culture is uh you have to consider that the, the, the effects of that but then when you think of culture you just have to open up your mind and not be blinded by the box to say culture is you and develop i'm sure culture is now way broader than that to say mm-hmm. hey my way of life is abc and then uh the other person's way of life is an example would be but then I'll be going to the next point. I was going to talk about the SDA part, but then it, 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 it's formed to become a form of culture because it's, it's more than just um, a religion or a faith. It's, yeah. It becomes a way of life. And then, yeah, so you okay, can... Like, I, I hear what you're saying, Tabson, in, in terms of, like, uh, where people live, the environment, and the way of life there becomes a culture. But it then goes beyond that because okay let's say you're dating which is what people should be doing dating with the intention to what get married mm-hmm. the family's culture is going to come to play like this is where we're coming from yeah you you have your way of life in town but you we are shown us yeah when we do 30 cows 
Ah, yeah. So, so that's something I was... Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I wanted I, I to always, ask that. I, I, I was getting to that point to mm. say, um, right now, okay, I won't speak for other people, but I'm talking about right now. Mm. When I'm going to marry a girl who was brought up in Banawe, mm-hmm. and Kumusha is... Masringo. Masringo. <laughs> but then the parents stay in Banawe. Mm. So when I'm going to Lubula, do I have to go to Masringo? To talk to who? No, some families some actually f- will bring the Masringo traditions to the Bulawa yeah. home where you're negotiating. Oh, yeah, which is why I'm saying that then that's how she was brought up. Mm-hmm. That's the upbringing. So if then you are brought up according to those traditions, then that's what you take. But then it's no longer because the person is shown. It's because of how they were brought up. Which um, upbringings have people or have... Which routes do they take as a family? It's now so individualized that it's up to you to pick which one works for you? Yeah. Um, yeah, like you were, you, Luminous was talking about, uh, you know, these Lobola deals. And Casper, you were asking about these stereotypes. And, you know, some of them are true because, uh, like, you know, I have a homie of mine who Shona married into a Indebele family. And we were shocked, man, at, at, at the fees in which they charged and, and the groceries. And you're like, oh, huh. And they're like, oh, no, we don't charge, we don't charge the, you know, Fudam Romo, Fudam Lomo, for, for those who don't know, which is open your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> the open your mouth fee, uh, and, and, and things like that. So there are some which are low-key true. Um, so I guess it just depends. But before we segue uh, into another part of this discussion, I just want to put Billman on the spot here. Uh, you've never dated a, a Shona girl, right? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I just, I just wanted to to find out why has that been? Has that been a preference thing, or you've just never really found yourself in spaces where you're attracted to someone? I'm still trying to think if I've ever dated a shona girl or not. Hey, that many, that many. No, not <laughs> <laughs> <Get> really. Zero. <laughs> you have to answer quickly. Um, after it's. Okay, I think the problem with me or the advantage with me is I don't speed date. Right. right. Number one. <laughs> I don't know what, who's so, that did, uh, directed it. <laughs> 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 but go on. Why are you dodging bullets that are not being fired? Uh, I'm a stray, man. I'm a stray bullet. Anyways, go on. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so your question is... Um, have I been particular about it or not? Yeah, have you ever been... Is, has it been a conscious decision? No, it's it's not been a conscious decision at all. I've never uh, been at a point where I'm selective to say, I want to talk to this girl because she's Ndebele or yeah. she's Shona or she's Khaled or she's whatever. I think it's just the way things happened and the people that I've been attracted to that turned out to be this certain type of tribe i've never put it down as a as a particular or a specific trait that i need from a girlfriend it's it's actually interesting because once you guys spoke about it like once once the the, the talking talking points became apparent i that's when i thought about it before then (laughs) you never never crossed my mind it's never been a trait that i'm seeking for that i want a and Debele. Maybe you don't want to speak Shona oh. full time. Or just no, I, I actually, I actually, actually love speaking speak Shona. You know? oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> in my crooked Shona yeah. and stuff like that, I love speaking yeah. it. And yeah. I don't think that could ever be a barrier for 
for me to see someone's heart or someone's intentions and all that. Yeah. What about Casper? Did you want to speak English full time? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted someone who who will love me and challenge me in some way. Right. Know? So, and we obviously have the same. We had the same. Uh, interests. Right. So whether this person was shown and developed black, white, or colored, there were certain things that I was never going to to compromise. I actually even it's at one point I was pursuing a a Sutu girl from South Africa. Let's go. Well, she was Sutu but raised in Joburg, so she didn't know Sutu. She knew Zulu <laughs> and stuff. But we we, we she was intercultural. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, anyways, yeah. But she had those traits that I uh, I looked for, and yeah. I was never compromising. As you all know, that I was single for for the longest because uh, no one who had what I was looking for was. And when that person finally came, they happened to be uh, a white person. Yeah, who love who loves who loves the Lord? Who loves the Lord? Yes. Yeah, oh, I've I've also dated a colored girl, so I'm intercultural. Ah, uh, me too. Thank you. We are intercultural. <laughs> intercultural. Uh, I, I I wanted to 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 just stress this point that I think ultimately the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. You know, yeah. uh, people are not stubborn because they come from Chihera or. Yeah, people are stubborn because of their heart. True, their depraved yeah. heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, as we were talk, you were talking about fundamentals that you look for, regardless of that person's culture. I want to get into something that a lot of people usually it, it seems to be a problem uh, uh, nowadays. Some people don't consider it, so I always wonder how they 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 juggle um, around that. But that's 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 cross church dating, like crossing. Dating across uh, churches, so uh, you know, Wongan is itching uh, to share his experience because I'm certain you have um, differences, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, in 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 where you you guys go to go to fellowship. So maybe you can just tell me your experience. You go to a Baptist church, and she goes to a maybe maybe something to note. We used to go to the same church before. Ah. ah, okay. So, yeah. Which church does she go to? New Life Hope Fellowship. Okay. Yeah. okay. But in, in a different branch. Okay. So, w- when we started dating, of course, when in the same church, it, it wasn't an issue. But um, two years into our relationship, it started being an issue because she, she had questions um, about, um, about what it was going to look like when we, we got married and... Mm. Um, whether uh, or not you would have to come to, she would have to come to where I fellowship. And told her yes. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although she had concerns, but um, I think how I resolved the issue, I I, I tackled it this way. Uh, I looked at the the fundamentals, beliefs of our different denominations, what we we believe. Um, is the Bible the true word of God number one number two is Christ um, the son of God and he came to die for us pretty much the gospel and we we agreed on that so foundationally the things that shape our culture uh, are different uh, I mean are the same we, we agreed on 
um, on the fundamental stuff um, that, that are there. The only way point where we differed is the secondary stuff, like how do we fellowship the length of our services, you know, the type of music <laughs> that's that tertiary, we... Bro. Yeah, that's yeah, like, not yeah, that's where yeah. we, we didn't um, agree, and we still don't agree. You know, I like him, hymns, she likes fast music, you know, so, um, and I think there is beauty in that. Um, yeah. I think if we were to agree on the same um, things, like say we love the same movies, love, it would be like I'm dating me, yep. you know, and yeah. I don't want to date me. I want to date someone who, who likes what they like, and if we like the same thing, praise God, but if we don't, we, we find a way to, to love each other even then, so. Yep. Yeah, I always yeah. say, sorry. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I always say, like, um, I remember I was watching this uh, music video by Young Jeezy. So, in the video, he is dating um, a Latina, right? And the brothers have a problem, the dad has a problem with him being a black man. And I was going through the comment section, hearing real life stories of people that have had the same issue, you know. And for me, my, my whole thing was like, man, God created. Um, people different cultures you know and ethnicities backgrounds you know not so that we are repulsed by it but so that we look at the differences and see the beauty in it as in god was showing off he, how creative he is mm. you know the diversity in that there's, there's the beauty in that there's the glory of god in that so instead of us admiring it so i feel like racism tribalism any of those things is just a lack of appreciation of the beauty that God made in making us different. Mm. Comes back to what what Casper said about the heart yeah. being, yeah. being the problem. But then, okay, I, I really wanted Casper to weigh in on this one because yeah. we had a lengthy discussion, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he, he kind of dropped some dimes and heavy knowledge on me. But then I want to ask this question to you guys to say, um, then are you not worried about uh, cultural decay? Because if we're all mixing, we're all mingling, and which is an example is Bulawayo, where we have Shonan Devele, Shonan Devele, different tribes, then are we not worried that a certain culture will be traded off or will, will fade away in place of this new super form? Is, uh, is this in relation to like in church or just like, I think in general. I think in general. Oh, so, okay, cool. you, you can go. So, for, for me, this is how I look at it, man. Any culture that doesn't evolve eventually dies, right? And every culture... Okay, maybe let's go back to what is the purpose of culture. The purpose of culture is to serve humanity, right? For for lack of a better phrase. So every culture has elements that are... Uh, uh, let, me, let me use... The word, the word redeemable elements. Every culture has elements that serve humanity, right? In one way or the other. So we shouldn't, I don't think we should um, have pushback and say, ah, oh, this is Ndebele culture. So this element of Ndebele culture, nah, we, we, we don't want to vibe with it. But I think we need to examine and say, how would this serve me? How will this serve humanity? Is it a, 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 an element that is adding value? And if it is adding value, then I, I don't see what... There's a, an analogy that I, I once heard that this 
young lady had her mom, right? And so she, every time she would uh, put chicken in the oven, she would chop off the drumsticks and chop off the wings, right? And put it in the oven. So for years, she was doing it that way. And then the, the, the child took, took it up, grew up and took it up on her, herself. And also when she was putting the chicken in the oven, she would chop off the drumsticks and the, the wings. wings. And then her child asked her, why, why do you do that? And they said, no, nah, it's, it's my culture. I saw my mom doing it. My grandmother was, was doing it as well, right? And then so they went back to their grandmother and asked, so why did we do this? Why do we do this? And then the, the, the mother said, because our oven was small. It was <laughs> tiny, so we had to chop, chop off the, yeah. the drumstick and, and the wings so that the chicken can it fit into in. the oven. <laughs> so we need to examine where did this come from where did this come from what what was it trying to achieve was it trying to harm does it have any uh adverse impact on me or is it serving me like there's there's always the stereotype that um what uh, people in the west uh are good with time and africans are bad with time yeah. but then when you look at that it's because western culture is more concerned about efficiency is that a bad thing absolutely not african culture is more driven by ubuntu people so we would rather have people who would rather wait to start uh, our event by 30 minutes so that we can wait for people yeah and there they say hey we are on a clock efficiency let's do it I think both are beautiful. Both are beautiful. We need to be as efficient as possible. At the same time, we need to value people. So, I I don't think it's 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 a it's an either or. It's an issue of taking all good elements from every culture and for the benefit of of humanity. Yeah, man. But then, uh-huh. um, we'll get back to it to say as even as you are taking all good elements mm-hmm. um, aren't you afraid of extinction um, and, and this would go mainly to, to like the elders of a culture or to staunch believers for such a culture uh-huh. to say um, are you not afraid that certain cultures are going to be lost as you are morphing or evolving you are losing a particular culture yeah but I suppose it goes back to what elements are we losing so can I there's a, um, um, so as you guys are talking, I'm thinking of, sorry, <laughs> no, um, I'm thinking of the the Israelites, right? The Hebrew culture, if you look at it, they were told uh, how to, they were literally handed the way of life. Yeah. Mm. This is how, you, and like you're saying, it was to serve them, mm. right? Cause like, for example, don't eat this, don't eat that, because there were no preservation methods at the same time. Do not cut yourselves or whatever, and you put it in context, you know, health issues. So, when you, as you evolve, if they did not evolve with the times, and they kept on to doing that only, extinction was inevitable. Yeah. Right? But at the same time, if you're saying integration, right, culture at the end of the day, based on that um, template, is supposed to point us back to the one who created us. Yeah. Because the Hebrew culture was rooted firmly in what God had told them to do as a way of life. 
right and so when we take that and we bring to ourselves also example they were told uh do not mix with that with that but this is the same god who also told them if you marry someone outside this is how you bring them to the family right yeah. so i don't see it as extension if culture if we remember that culture based on that template is supposed to point back to god because at the same time now we have cultures um that ha- overlook like kasper says the redeemable uh, elements and by redeemable i mean that kasper, uh, culture has to be rehabilitated and be gospel centric right so that we see the glory of god within culture so if we look at it as culture as something that cannot feed into what is eternal then definitely we'll be worried about secondary things like your culture is going to, we're going to be extinct as a people instead of like how can um we as a people you know evolve with our way of life in the sense that we we maintain the main thing there's the main thing is we're evolving um Francis Schaeffer put it as this sharing the an ancient truth in an ever changing world that's how i look at culture yeah right. uh yeah man thank thank you uh for the, for that little small uh segue so with that established that obviously um you can't be staunch to a certain uh, a way i, I want to pick back off this um can can doctrinal differences like uh, bongani was was alluding to primary and secondary issues can they be a legit reason to write off someone when you believe in in, in different doctrinal fundamentals yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think it, dep- it depends on yeah Yes, well, the fundamental of okay the let me let me put it like this then religion. let me put it more bluntly mm. uh, someone who goes to a pentecostal uh, church to a pentecostal church mm. and someone who goes to say a conservative church like lutheran church mm. why don't you stretch it and say jehovah's witness <laughs> no 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 i want to start <laughs> that's there. deeper that's, oh, deep. that's <laughs> deeper i just want to start there <laughs> around uh, around yeah. pentecostal and and say a baptist church yeah. like <laughs> Would you say would you completely write off someone and say I don't want to date this person because of that? Personally, I I would not, I would not if we believe in the same God and we believe in the truth the absolute truth of the Bible. Yeah. You know, we may differ in how we we do stuff like for instance what can I put like they may pray in tongues. <laughs> I mean, not pray in tongues. But are we praying to the same God or not? You know what I mean? Yeah. If I am faced, thank God I'm not faced with that situation, but if I am faced with that situation, I think it's something to sit down and talk about and yeah. find a way uh, to maneuver around it. Uh, the first protocol should not be like a wins. Yeah. I mean, you can work things out and see if it works for you guys or not. Are you hoping that they change? <laughs> well, I, I think again it goes back to what is the issue? Is it a primary issue or is it a secondary yeah. issue? Because I do think if someone really believes the gospel and they believe in the in the um, sufficiency of scripture, you know, they believe that scripture has the ultimate authority and there is a willingness to learn, right? if you can have if there's a willingness to engage in a conversation based on the authority of scripture then i don't think there's a problem um, um, i may be please, the one who ended up being converted 
Yeah, so Pardon? primary and secondary. So maybe we need to define that. So let me throw something which I think would be a primary or secondary debate. Um, you come from a Pentecostal church. She comes from a conservative church. She um, goes to maybe New Life. You, go, you, you are a Methodist, right? And in the face of adversity, in the home, there's no money, right? And maybe from where she comes from, um, they believe that, no, if you seed more money or you believe that if I seed more money or sell a car, uh, then God will send this breakthrough, right? And you are just like, no, maybe let's, let's, just, let's just pray. That's not, that's not what I believe. Is that a secondary or a primary issue? <laughs> and is that a problem that you should probably consider when you say, nah, let's just, let's just think towards, do we share the same fundamentals in the gospel? Those are two issues. Yeah, the, primary, the, the secondary one is coming from different places. The secondary one is um, what we believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think it matters where you come from, but because um, you meet people that whose uh, theology and doctrine is solid from places where you'd expect, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think in this, the, the primary one becomes you seeding more money you know, in my late rent, mm. and just saying we're broke. Yeah. And then at the same time, you're like, yo, God gave us wisdom. You know, in my rent, especially my rent, yeah, okay. type of thing. So I think that becomes a primary issue because then, are we? Re- Let's look at the Bible. What does the truth of the Bible says? What Bongani and 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 Casper saying? Like, do we believe in the ultimate truth of the Bible? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because oh. I think you know these things when we we can spend a day saying, uh, how do we pray? How do you? Uh, I think at the end of the day, the, the final port of code is the Bible. Mm-hmm. What does scripture say? Yeah. If you understand that, okay, if we come go through like certain situation like what you're saying right now, we will resolve that through scripture. Mm-hmm. I think that way you have a, a less selfish way of dealing with things because, yeah. you know, these things can, can get messy when we look at preferences, like they can get really messed up really quickly of course there might be differences in in how you interpret scripture but yeah maybe but be that as it may yeah. though that what does scripture say different churches interpretation, interpretations yeah. of that scripture yeah, so yeah, yeah. you yeah. you will say oh no my mom is sick right hmm. and she will say oh well don't worry about that because by his stripes we're healed Right. Let's take him to my prophet. Let's take let's take <laughs> let's take her to my prophet or um to or like to dead to Papa. Uh, you know, let's. Uh, I give her if she drinks this anointing oil, she'll be fine. If she doesn't, she doesn't have enough faith. Or yeah. you, we've seen cases like this. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm saying. How how secondary are those issues where you come from different places and your understanding of scripture is different. Even if you believe that uh, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came here to die for your sins, if you believe in him, you'll be saved. Yeah, that, I mean, also, maybe we need to examine to say, uh, does that person, well, well, for people who hold that, uh, those theological convictions, right, um, is, would that be a healthy view with regards to to the the truth of the gospel you see what i'm saying yeah. so again 
it it can become a primary or a secondary issue depending right. on what bearing it has on the on the gospel and even on the relationship to say because for me like many years ago uh i had a girlfriend and she was saved she was born again uh but when i moved churches she was like nah i don't see myself leaving my church the church where we met so god was calling us to two totally different directions both of us were in the faith so at this at the same time i do think we need to highlight the fact that um it may be two people who have who are saved who are both saved who are both in the faith who have different interpretations of scripture and god may be you may be good people but not good together yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Facts. So I'll that tell comes you what a, a wise man told me. Okay. Um, a wise man once told me that uh, it's about how how much you're willing to sacrifice. How mm. much are you willing to? How much are you willing to forsake of yourself and meet the other person halfway? Or what values are you willing to give up? Um, because in, in most cases um, or most scenarios, there can only be one way. Um, so we then have to say, okay, so are you willing to give up your way to join hers? Or is she willing to give up her way to join yours? Mm. So is she teachable or are you teachable? Mm. Because one has to learn and one has to lead and the other one follow. So I think it, it's very important to note that one has to sacrifice their way yeah. and then take up the other one. Because um, I had this discussion with someone during the week to say, uh, would you be willing to leave your church to go to this person's church? And then they say, ah, no, we don't. I don't have to. Um, they can drop me off a church like, and they are going to theirs. <laughs> when we're married, yeah. <laughs> to them, it's normal. And to me, it's like, huh? huh? But then, okay, if that's your thing, then get the same person who has same beliefs or someone who's willing to buy into that belief but then ensure that you guys will both be on the same picture mm-hmm. you both are, are we you, we are both willing to sacrifice or agree and meet halfway but then if you're not in agreement then yeah that's where the issues arise all right uh, cool man um you guys have given you've definitely given you your considerations on, on what's primary or, or deeper right let's go back to to what wongani had teased I want to go deeper now. So for someone who is a Christian out there, I don't know what kind of Christian is listening, um, but someone who's concerned and says, ah, well, you know, what kind of churches would would I, you know, from that person, um, would I date, you know, like from, from which from which churches? Like can, can someone who is Anglican date a Jehovah's Witness? Can someone from a Pentecostal church say, um, I want to date a Catholic, or or things like that. You know, what what's what does that look like? Is is it fundamental or not? It depends. <laughs> no, <laughs> does it? No, it depends. Yeah, because yeah, you know my you know my case, right? Um, dated someone who went to um, Jehovah's Witness, 
right? I don't know your case, <laughs> but but uh, proceed. Did you offer sweetness? I didn't know that. No, I told you, you you. I told you, I kept you updated the whole oh, time. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, I grab Yeah. Right. Okay, go to the point, really. <laughs> okay, so the, you know, like, throughout the whole relationship, you, I think sometimes the mistake that, the mistake that I made because of maybe conversations that we had had pertaining the faith is assume yes, we're on the same page. Then one day she comes, um, she comes back from a class that she had, right? And we were discussing and she's like, ah, what, my, my ethics uh, lecture brought something up. It didn't sit well with me. And I'm like, what? And she says, uh, yeah, and she says, um, he referenced Jesus as God, right? Uh-oh. I believe Jesus is the son of God, but how can the son be God at the same time? You know what I mean? So now you have to do the whole breakdown of the hypostatic union, <laughs> you know, the whole thing. And that literally from that conversation, it's a lot of things started to unravel because we didn't agree on the fundamental because that's a huge issue. You know what I mean? So I think it really depends, man. It comes back to the issue of fundamentals. And How does it de- depend? I, I don't know. I would say, I, okay. It depends on Examine the heart person's of the person. convictions. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. you know, your convictions are not my convictions. Yeah. So the person that I may date was not from my um, cultural or theological standpoint of view. I may be fine with her because of my convictions, but she may not not be fine with you because of the same convictions because everyone has different convictions at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, look at it this way. We have people here who've changed churches. Um, so, just because someone goes to a particular church doesn't particularly mean that they are sold out and are a religious fanatic to that doctrine. Mm-hmm. But then, if you guys, if the person is teachable yeah. and is able to listen to your view and what you believe and accepts it mm-hmm. and says, okay, so I, I understand you, I think I vibe with this, yeah. Or if you guys get to a point where you can say, oh no, I understand what you're saying, but listen to my point and then they. And you guys agree that okay, so this is actually the same thing. You do your thing, I do my thing. If that works for you guys, yeah. So I think to then lock out someone just because they go to Anglican and mm, I'm yeah. Presbyterian, it won't work. <coughs> you have to examine the heart. I suppose maybe it's it's not necessarily. An, I don't know. Is it an issue of what congregation are they part of, or what, what are their theological convictions? Yeah, what yeah. are their con- theological yeah. convictions? So, uh, do we believe in the same triune God, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know that those those are the fundamentals. Yeah, I'm I think those about. are the primary things that yeah. we talked about yeah. in the beginning. So yeah, that that part, like, uh, which is what I thought Casper would bring about to say that's the primary. Like, yeah. unless, <laughs> that's something that you can't debate around. Yeah. yeah. Because once the person believes which I know, uh, I mean, okay, I, what, I if, th- what if, what if someone says, I want to investigate a teachability? It's a, it's a, it's, it's a, a calculated risk for that yeah. person. Right. But then there's certain <laughs> things that, you know, you can't, um, you, you can't, there's fundamentals that you can't compromise. Yeah. Them. Like the absolute truth of the Bible, right? Yeah. Which we can't, Argue on, yeah, I, I and then there are cultural uh, connotations from the Bible which can differ yeah. with people. I know. suppose we go back again to to fundament primary. So I always use uh, three levels of mm. with regards to anything. 
there is absolutes, their convictions and their preferences. So on absolutes, we don't debate, mm -hmm. right? On absolutes, we, for me, it becomes an unequal, an unequal yoke, right? When you differ on absolutes, is Christ uh, God? You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Do we say serve the same triune God? Mm -hmm. Those are absolutes. If we are not on the same page as that, uh, on that, then for me, there is no. It, it's an unequal yoke because you are. These are things that hinge on whether a person is a believer or not. Because yeah. we need to ask the question: What do Christians believe? What should Christians believe? If this person doesn't believe these fundamental doctrines, uh, these absolutes, then they are an unbeliever, no matter how sweet they are. Can I pose a question? <laughs> and then there are uh, convictions, which are secondary, and then there are preferences, which are tertiary. What kind of music does she, does she prefer? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'll ask this. So admittedly, if, if there's anything I think I handled wrong in how things played out, and I think I even told you, was I do think the person was willing to learn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you could see the person really loves God, but because maybe of what they were taught. Yeah. You know, they just couldn't fathom the son being God, mm -hmm. but they were willing to learn. I just didn't have the patience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, to really, <laughs> to really try and walk with her yeah. um, through the learning process. Because mm -hmm. there's cases of where... Um, we know of people i don't which i wouldn't recommend uh what we call evangel dating yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? a person is an unbeliever you're a christian and then they come to the lord because of walking with you whatever mm -hmm. i wouldn't recommend that but in such a situation so is it now a thing of a person examining themselves saying am i able to work with this person who's willing to learn or what? Because you're already in a relationship. Then Absolutely. you discover something like that. I, I know, I admittedly, yeah. I should have um, maybe been patient in in mm -hmm. explaining further. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just didn't have the patience. That's not, I know that's something I did wrong. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I think if there is teachability and they're willing to listen and learn, then uh, go for it. Though, like you said, it's not the ideal, mm -hmm. you know, uh, because we... Uh, I, I I believe all of us here believe that when we are dating, it's dating with the intention of marriage, you know. And so we can't, how can two work together unless they agree? Mm -hmm. But obviously, if this person is, you find yourself in, in, in a relationship uh, with a person who <coughs> is not a believer, or maybe you're in a relationship, you thought this person was a believer but maybe they are not and you're already in in it mm -hmm. I, I think if they are willing to to listen and are teachable then uh and also you have the patience yeah. <laughs> which you should I, yeah. I, mm. I i believe then you should walk with them and not write them off you know uh we shouldn't write anyone off but we should uh, share the gospel with them if they are teachable uh, 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 okay in addition to that uh I, I, I thought of a scripture, um, it's John chapter 4, mm -hmm. uh, Jesus and the Samaritan woman, yeah. right? So those are like two different cultures. Samaritan, mm -hmm. Samaritans were considered as impure Jews mm -hmm. because they had interracial relationships mm -hmm. with other people and all that. And Jesus gets to the well and he, he starts speaking to the, 
to the woman and that was like an odd situation yeah. because the Jews don't mix with Samaritan. the Samaritans yeah. yet Jesus is actually breaking that interracial or intercultural barrier, uh, barrier and standing yeah. there and uh, I remember when Jesus is speaking the woman is also um, relating with Jesus and the woman actually uh, references Jacob mm. uh, for the world that they were sitting yeah. there. This is the world that her forefathers, Jacob, yeah. uh, put the, uh, put here for us. And for me, that that kind of like spells out the foundation. Like these people, the Samaritans and the Jews, mm. have some primary truth, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they just have preferences that have made them like separate. And Jesus is there trying to mend mm. those uh, preferences and trying to get through to to that woman regardless of the cultural uh, settings and precepts that have been set before so uh, yeah. I don't know how that helps but yeah no no, gets into no, no I, I, I hear you like like you said you know date at your own risk <laughs> 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 okay not really not not really but but um, that's 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 really profound because uh, a, a lot of people do do struggle with this I, I, I remember when I also wanted to, to date someone and I was so hell-bent on this newfound theology uh, that was debunking all these things I believed in. And everyone else who didn't talk about total depravity and, <laughs> and you know, solas Christus and all these things, um, they went solace. properly, properly, properly Christian. And I remember Casper was telling me, and it's like, yo, dude, you have to ask the fundamentals. Do they love the Lord and God's people? You know, let's start from there first, you know, before we try to investigate uh, on, on how many, um, you know, verses they can quote or if they can recite the 1689 Westminster Convention or whatever, yeah. you know, and, and, and things like that. So, yeah, it really just, just depends. Every situation is unique. But I do hope that uh, you got something out of that Coming to you live from the mountains, uh, we have been uh, just homies as always. We, uh, yeah, we have to we have to say bye bye now, and we catch you again on the next episode. Do remember to uh, rate us on your wherever you listen to uh, on your podcasts on Apple, and uh, just leave us a nice five star right there. Follow us on social media at Just Homies on Facebook and Just Homies Pod on Twitter. That being said, gentlemen. Spring. Bye bye. Bye bye.